hello, hello, and welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire, or welcome to the podcast if this is your first time listening. I am so elated to be back. It's been a while. I missed you guys so much. Welcome to season two of the podcast where we are going to go deeper, deeper, deeper into everything, wellness, health, spirituality, conversations, healing, all the good stuff. Thank you for being here. If you've been a longtime listener, thank you for waiting for me to return. I hope you guys enjoyed the best of the show episodes that I released for a period of time. And to just briefly describe where I've been, I've been on a hiatus for several months because A, was getting married and wanted to really give a lot of my energy and excitement and passion to finishing up planning our wedding, enjoying our wedding, and honeymooning in Bali for all of November. And then most of all, rather than juggling the wedding and the podcast, which probably a lot of people could handle, I have been working on healing my body from Lyme disease and from everything that comes along with having a chronic illness, chronic autoimmune condition that has been quite the challenge in my life for the last almost three years, which is crazy. But when I look back on my life two years ago, that's when things really started to get bad and change. And when I started to just push myself beyond the energetic means that I had to give and I just didn't want to live that way anymore. And I hit a breaking point where I realized there was nothing really about my day-to-day life that I was enjoying very much because everything was a struggle. Everything was a push. I was so tired, never feeling well, super brain foggy because that was one of my main symptoms with Lyme disease and also with the mold that I've been detoxing out of my body for the last couple of years after living in a moldy environment. And then learning from my dad recently that I actually grew up in a moldy home, which is so crazy. So I don't want to dwell too much on any of the negative things, any of the sickness stuff, because I feel like spending the time for the last several months to put myself first has been so positive. I've gained so many insights and that's what I really want to share with you guys today. And I also missed the podcast so much and I missed connecting with you guys on this really deep and personal level where I get to talk to you every week and share my soul and share my guest souls and talk about all the soul on fire amazingness. So yeah, the point being, the main point being, I missed you guys a lot. I've been very active over on Instagram and my blog. So for many of you who follow along, we've still been connecting. But for those of you who are much more podcast listeners, I missed you guys and I'm happy to be back. And before we really get into all the insights that I learned while I was away, all the insights that I gained, I just wanted to talk about what to expect with the podcast here forward because... I had a lot of time to think about all that and how the podcast will best support my health and how I will best support my health moving forward this year rather than running myself into the ground, burning the candle at both ends, um, feeling heavily identified with who I am as a podcaster, a blogger, etc., versus who I am on the inside, which is always what's important, the most important in all of our cases. So what I finally came to and after many conversations with many trusted people in my life was that I'm going to move forward without having any rules. And that's really uncomfortable for me. Um, It's funny because in human design as a reflector, someone who really doesn't benefit by having many rules, I have held fast and held tight to a lot of structures um, in terms of just having a podcast and releasing it every week and doing what feels best for my audience. And just that would be you guys, by the way, supporting the show, Um, just wanting to provide the most amount of information, sometimes releasing six episodes per month and just kind of hitting the ground running, which supported me for a long time. But as I've become a much more open and sensitive, intuitive being, empathic being, literally soaking in other people's energy, other people's feedback, other people's opinions all the time. And by the way, we're all empathic people, but some of us more than others. 
I kind of learned that protecting my own energy is not only what helps me stay healthy, but also what helps me creating the content and creating podcast episodes that are going to be the most exciting and beneficial and inspiring to everybody listening. So rather than putting out half-ass episodes where I'm not able to be fully present either with my guest or with the microphone doing a solo episode... I will just skip a week. And at first I thought that that was going to look like two episodes a month versus four. But again, that's rules. So what I really want to do is just go on a month by month basis and just listen to my heart and soul and do whatever feels right. So right now what feels right is I'm really excited to record again. I have some incredible guests lined up to come on for the next several weeks. Some of the episodes have already been recorded. Some of them are being recorded in the next few days, in the next few weeks. And it's really wild the things that happen when I stepped away from the podcast and then started getting all of this awesome outreach from people who have been dream guests for me for a really long time, people who are hard to get in touch with, etc. People who all of us are going to love if we don't already. And I just noticed that the universe responds to positive things. It's the law of attraction. So me putting myself first was very much putting me into a higher vibrational state, which was helping me attract, which is helping me attract the perfect guests for the show and also just the perfect topics to talk to you guys about. And I'm just feeling really inspired. So for the next several weeks, we will definitely at least plan on releasing an episode every week. But if somehow that's not supportive to my health one month or another, then or one week or another, then perhaps we won't. So if you guys are on board for this no rules type of situation and experience with the podcast, then I'm excited. And I really, really, really hope that it can inspire you in your own life to have less rules Be less steadfast with yourself. Be less hard on yourself because ultimately we came to this earth experience, this human experience to have fun. And anytime anything becomes too rigid and just too strict and not fun anymore, then we're really not living our truth. And it's not that the podcast wasn't fun for me anymore because it was always fun and I was always learning and I was always so grateful for my guests and so grateful for you guys listening. But there were a lot of times in the last two years that I showed up to record the podcast when it wasn't really in the best interest of my body, either when my skin was breaking down from chronic hives and eczema and it was the only thing I could think about, or when I was so chronically fatigued from Lyme and co-infections that I didn't really have the energy to talk and to project my voice. And when I was really brain foggy with certain guests and I couldn't exactly be 100% present in their presence, those were some examples of when it just wasn't as fun for me as I wanted it to be. And as I knew that it could and should be, because When I started this podcast, I had literally never had more fun in my entire life. And the exciting thing is I'm starting to feel that way again, 100%. So with the guests that I've recorded with so far, like I recorded an episode today with Remington Donovan about numerology. We talk about aliens. We talk about Kabbalah, Kundalini, growing up on an ashram all these cool things. That was so inspiring and so fun and really reconnected me to why I started this podcast in the first place and what the inspiration behind it was, which was to have cool conversations with fabulous people. And some of these people have become some of the closest friends in my life. Um, Also recorded an episode the other day with my friend Olivia Nasita, who you might know on Instagram as Olive Eats. And she's become one of my really good friends just in the last six months or so. And to have a conversation, learning more about her and having her share her fabulous personality and inspiration with all of you guys that inspired me deeply as well. So I won't give you a whole list of all the guests to expect, but I promise that they are they are so awesome. Jonathan and I are going to record an episode about our wedding. If you want me to be completely honest, we already recorded the episode and you know, it didn't go too great. We were in Sacramento. Neither of us were feeling that good, but we ended up doing it because it felt like 
felt like an open schedule time to record. And neither of us were 100% happy with it. So we are both perfectionists. We're going to record it again. We want it to be as fun for you guys to listen to as possible and make you feel like you were celebrating at our wedding with us on November 2nd um, of last year, which was so literally the biggest life-defining moment ever. I mean, typical for a wedding, but there were so many spiritual and magical aspects of the wedding and the entire weekend. So I can't wait to share that with all of you guys who feel like family and friends to me. So before we get into the episode, things that I learned on this hiatus and hopefully inspire you to take some sort of hiatus or step back in your own life, I want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, our first sponsor, Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic has been a sponsor of the Balance Bond podcast for the long run. I'm honestly so grateful to them, so indebted to them because they have supported the show for so many years now. And it's fitting because they are one of my favorite brands in the world. We had their product in our wedding gift bags. Um, I include their product in basically everything I do. I love the people who work for Four Sigmatic. I love Taro who started Four Sigmatic. He's been on the show. So I wanted you to first know that you can go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde to get a special offer of 15% off of any products, mushroom coffee, mushroom elixirs, matcha. They have skincare now. They have adaptogenic coffee. And if you're new to the mushroom train and the adaptogenic train, all you really need to know is that adaptogens are super herbs that work with your body to bring your body back to homeostasis. And mushrooms are functional little fungi tools to help you achieve whatever you need in your life, whether that be alertness, whether that be energy with the mushroom coffee, whether that be more zen and relaxation, if you wanted to have some reishi before you go to sleep, or whether you're just looking for something delicious to drink in place of coffee, they have so many different options. So what I'm loving right now is their adaptogen coffee. It has ashwagandha and tulsi in it. Technically, it's for mastering stress so that you can take on the demands of everyday life. They um, have this really cute purple packaging for the adaptogen coffee. So that's how you can find it on their website if you want to try the one that I'm talking about right now right now. I love ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is known as one of the most powerful herbs in Ayurveda for healing. It's been used to help combat stress, um, support the occasional adrenal fatigue, and just give you an overall feeling of energy and alertness. And I really like it because it helps me from not getting jittery when I'm drinking coffee. So since it's mixed with coffee, it just kind of keeps my blood sugar stable, keeps me feeling really good. And then it also has chaga mushroom in it. And chaga has been my favorite mushroom for a long time. It makes me feel alert in the morning. Sometimes I drink it in place of coffee, but I really like it in the adaptogen coffee. So you can make the adaptogen coffee either in a French press with their um, coffee roast, or you can use the little Four Sigmatic packets and put it in hot water use hot water and hot almond milk or coconut milk. There's so many different delicious things you can do. I like to add stevia and cinnamon to make it taste delicious. So head to foursigmatic.com slash blonde, check out all their products. You can check out my favorites and you can check out their skincare that they have now, which is honestly all organic, so good for your skin so hydrating, so nourishing. You guys will fall in love with it. Try their mushroom face mask and tonic and use that code blonde for a discount. So thank you for Sigmatic. And now let's just head right on into this conversation. So I will kind of back up to when I decided to start my hiatus, which if you're, if you haven't listened to the episode that I did right before the hiatus, um, I talked about this life-defining moment where I had surgery on my jaw and they found 15 different types of Lyme disease in my gums and my jaw. And I was on a concoction of pain medication and THC, which is a terrible, terrible 
thing. And you guys should never do that. You should never combine those two things. And I had this life-threatening experience in the middle of the night where I felt like my body was breaking down. I felt like my organs were shutting down. Um, I had a severe panic attack. I was having flashbacks to plant medicine experiences, some of the harder ones that I've been on. And it was terrifying. And I was in so much pain from the surgery. And beyond that, I saw my life flash before my eyes. And in the middle of the night, I 100% thought that my life was ending. And there's nothing dramatic about that statement. If you've experienced it yourself, you know, when you have an out-of-body experience and you feel like your life is ending, you know what it feels like. And it's terrifying. And I talk about it in more depth in that solo episode right before my hiatus. But I woke up the next morning, or should I say, I never really went to sleep after that. But the next morning, I was in bed. I was in so much pain, both physical, spiritual, and mental at this point. And I just decided I need to take a break from everything that I do in my everyday life. I need to take a break from work. I need to put myself first. Truly, for the first time in my life, I need to stop worrying what people will think. I need to stop worrying what that will look like and not being 100% available to other people. Um, I need to let go of my identity as Jordan, the podcaster with this amazing audience of people. I need to know that I am whole and I am worthy all on my own, just by being myself. Even if I do not work, even if I do not get out of bed, even if I don't spread this spiritual high vibe message to anyone but myself and my husband and my close friends and my family, even if for the rest of my life, that's all I do, I will be enough. And to be honest with you guys, at that point, Back then in, I believe it was August, maybe September, uh, maybe it was early September. I didn't actually believe any of those things. I, I knew in my heart that I was inherently worthy, but I was so tied to the outer definition of me, the way that other people see me. And ever since starting a blog seven years ago, right out of college, that quickly became my identity. And so a lot of us, we identify with our outer circumstances. So whether that be our job, whether that be um, being a mom or being a daughter or being married or our religion or whatever it is that we do, maybe we're a spiritual teacher, we hold steadfast to these definitions of ourselves. And I realized that's what I was doing. So beyond being myself, Jordan Younger, I felt so tied to being the balanced blonde who is someone who spreads information, who connects with her audience. Um, I take a lot of pride in really communicating with you guys every day and not just being um, one of these influencers or podcasters who doesn't actually take time to answer people's questions and have a really unique personal relationship with the people who support me. So I have had a lot of stories in my head about who I am, why that's important, why that matters, et cetera, et cetera. And ultimately I had to distill all of that down and come to the realization that I need to be so kind to myself first and foremost and ask myself, why do I care so much? Why do I, why do I have to be liked? And that's difficult, right? Because here I am identifying as a podcaster, identifying as somebody who shares her life publicly, identifying with wanting to be liked. And when you have a podcast, you are opening the doors to have a lot of opinions about you all the time. So of course I wasn't always liked. Of course I was constantly seeing messages and things. And I still do about people who don't like me and who don't like my message. And I had to then ask myself, if I'm really defining my worth based on what other people think of me, then A, like, how am I so okay with all this negativity coming through, even though it's good that I'm okay with it? And B, who am I? And how can I give my energy to the people who really, really, really deserve it most? Like my husband, my cat, my parents, my 
the people in my wedding who were doing so much to make our wedding special. And we were getting close to our, our wedding was rapidly approaching when I had this big health crisis breakdown after my jaw surgery. And I realized that I hadn't exactly given equal amount of energy to planning that Jonathan had, my friends, my family, our wedding planner, everybody had really put their love and their touch into planning our wedding, except for me (laughs) for the most part. And I didn't want that. I wanted to be able to look back on this time of my life and feel so connected and so tied to how special it is. And I hope to only get married once. So I wanted to actually have enough energy, as I call it, spoons in the chronic illness world. We call our energy reserve, our spoons. And at the time, I didn't really have hardly any spoons for my own husband or for even keeping our house tidy. Um, Things that were important to me, including planning our wedding. So I took a step back. I took the really scary decision of A, not really making any income for several months, which is always a scary thing to choose, but also trusting in the, the the universe and knowing that the universe responds to our frequency. And I was going to spend this time realigning to the highest vibrational version of myself so that I could raise my frequency and connect to all sorts of universal abundance. And so that doesn't just come in the form of money, but in the form of love, in the form of healing, good energy, health, wellness, creative ideas. So I set a lot of intentions at that time. So my tip for anybody who's thinking about maybe taking time off for any reason, whether you're having a physical health breakdown or an emotional breakdown, or you just want to take more time off, even if it's not taking time off of your job in general, but on the weekends and in the evenings, committing to turning off your phone, just doing something to put yourself first my biggest tip would be set your intentions and know exactly what you want to get out of this experience. Because I can definitely speak from experience when I say that for the last several years of being sick with Lyme disease and hitting rock bottom after rock bottom after rock bottom, I would take time off only to not really take time off, but be doing other things than what I normally do in my daily life. And then I would just feel so guilty or so one way about taking all this time off that when I returned to work or to whatever it is that I was doing, I would just hit the ground running so hard that I would undo all of the amazing healing work that I did by taking time off. So I knew that that's not something I wanted to do. And I knew that because I set that intention. So I set many intentions. I wanted to reconnect to my creative soul and to be able to make decisions from a really, really aligned heart-centered place where I was much more connected to my creativity versus just all this output all the time, output on the podcast, output on Instagram, output on the blog. I wanted to reconnect to this inner child version of Jordan that loves to write poetry, that wanted to be an actress that creates through so many different forms of self-expression, photography, writing of all kinds, writing for myself and knowing that it doesn't actually have to go anywhere or be seen by anyone but me to have validity. That was an intention. Um, A huge intention was to make the people in my life who really, really matter to me feel special and feel like they were deserving of my energy because I was kind of at the point where Jonathan, who I was about to marry, didn't feel like I was saving enough energy for him. And it was true. And it's because I, I didn't have any energy to give and all the energy that I had to give, I was using to maintain my work. So there was that Um, huge intention was to just live in the moment at our wedding and be super present with the final few months of the planning experience of our wedding. And I feel like I definitely achieved that. The level of presence that I experienced at our wedding was literally like nothing else I've ever experienced in my life. And I do feel like when you're the bride and groom at your own wedding, you set the tone for what everybody in the audience is experiencing or everybody who's a part of the special day is experiencing. And 
we wanted to set that tone of presence and love for every single person who was there, all 201, yes, 201, exactly, my angel numbers of our attendees. And I feel like we did that. And that was a huge intention. I wanted to enjoy our honeymoon to the fullest. We were gone for three weeks. That was amazing. I do feel like that intention came to life with a few minor, maybe not 100% present moments because I wasn't feeling my best, which again is a really, really big learning lesson for me personally that you can't control the outcome of anything before it happens. I couldn't control that every part of our honeymoon, I would be feeling completely healthy, completely free of my Lyme disease symptoms. I couldn't control that. And I also knew leading up to the wedding, I couldn't control feeling amazing at our wedding. And luckily I let all that control go. And I did feel really amazing at our wedding, which was such a gift, something that I'm so happy about. And when Jonathan and I do our episode about the wedding, I will tell you guys everything about that. So my point here that I'm trying to make is I set a lot of intentions for my time off, but ultimately beyond that, I let go of what all of that really means and looks like. And I just let myself sink into rest and sink into healing. And it was such a good feeling. And it's time in my life that I will look back on fondly forever. But not only that, I'm not stopping. Like I'm going to bring all of those lessons back into my work with me and back into the podcast. And what I realized is I don't ever want to return to my work and hit the ground running again the way that I used to do because that is a cycle, a cycle that I can now see very clearly that was keeping me sick, a repetitive cycle. We can also talk about the fact within that, that my Saturn return. So if you're into astrology, you know that between the ages of about 27 and 30, we are in our Saturn return. We all have different dates for our Saturn return. My Saturn return ended in November, right after our wedding. That's just, if if I look it up online with my exact birthday, birth time, et cetera, that's when my Saturn return was ending. So I knew that I was entering this new portal of life where not only was my Saturn return ending, but I was getting married. So joining union with another human being, which if you look at it in a spiritual sense is so beautiful and so transformative while we were closing out an entire decade. So that's a lot of stuff. It's especially a lot of stuff for a highly empathic, sensitive being who happens to be a reflector, who happens to be a Libra sun, who happens to be an Aquarius rising, Cancer moon, Aquarius north node. I know I'm going all astrology on you guys right now, but just to illustrate to you, if you're familiar with all that stuff, how sensitive I am energetically to what's going on in the universe, what's going on in the cosmos and what's going on around me. So the end of 2020 was truly massive for me in ways that I can't even describe. So I'm pretty sure, thinking back on it, that the health breakdown that I had in September, August or September, um, need to figure that out, was just the universe and my higher self, my actual higher soul setting me up, me here, Jordan, at the end of 2019, going into 2020 to really do deep inner reflection without having to worry about anything else. And the amazing thing that happened with that is that I really did reconnect to those passions and to that inner child version of myself. And I realigned with the type of woman that I want to be the type of woman who I am in my heart and also the type of wife that I want to be. And I still have a long way to go because I am still healing, Um, but I no longer am aligning with calling myself sick. So you can call me out if you see me doing this on Instagram or something where I'm saying that I have Lyme disease and I'm sick. I'm really trying to detach from those words and from that identification process and say, I'm healing, I'm healthy and I'm healing and I'm full of health and energy and vibrancy and abundance. And I feel amazing. And if I have a bad day, I'm healing. It doesn't define me. I'm not defined by this disease because words, words are powerful. And 
That's something that I've known for a long time, but we are so much more powerful than we even know beyond our wildest measure. We're so powerful. So we can literally accidentally put curses on ourselves verbally by saying, I'm sick. I'm never going to heal. Yada, yada, yada. That's how I was with Lyme disease for a long time. And then at the end of 2019, my health was flaring up in so many ways. I won't even get into it, but I was very scared about other things other diseases that I might have. And that led me to reading the book Radical Remission on our honeymoon. I'll link it below on my Amazon shop page in the show notes so you can check it out. So Radical Remission is all about healing, spontaneous, miraculous healing from cancer. And what I realized when I was reading it, I was just so totally drawn to this book, especially after having Kelly Gorris on the podcast a few months ago, the producer, writer, producer, director of The Heal documentary, which you can watch on Netflix. Radical Remission is all about those miraculous, spontaneous healings from cancer. And I realized there's no differentiation between diseases, between And I'm talking on a spiritual level because of course I don't want to diminish or equalize anyone's experience because everyone's experience with diseases are totally different. But when I was reading this book, I realized at any given moment in time, you could sub out the word cancer and input Lyme disease or input chronic illness or um, so many other things that so many of us deal with. And Similarly, cancer, Lyme, et cetera, can be a wake-up call or it can be a death sentence. So whether it actually kills you or whether it just kind of ends your life as you know it and becomes something that feels really negative and really um, just, yeah, life-sucking and draining. Or we can take it as the gift that I believe it really is and see... So there's this chapter in Radical Remission where one of the people who spontaneously healed says that on a spiritual level, there are no words to describe an energy mass of like negative energy, trauma, negative experiences, maybe even past life experiences, this mass that develops in our body other than a tumor. So Western medicine calls it a tumor calls it cancer. And I'm not hating on that. It could be anything, but on a spiritual level, we don't even always have words for what's going on inside of our bodies. We're so connected to our past life experiences. We're so connected to so much that goes on beyond the surface. Things that I've seen when I've gone on spiritual journeys like ayahuasca and other forms of plant medicine, and even when I've been really deep in meditation. And I noticed that for me, this is true, that Lyme disease in my body, if you know the science of Lyme disease, it's spirochete in your blood. So in your blood, it's these little squiggly lines of bugs, basically, that get into your system from a tick bite. That's what it physically is. So Lyme disease is like an explosion on a spiritual level of entities in your body that of course are so related to trauma, to challenges we've been through in our life, to things that we pick up by being open and sensitive empathic beings, and also to just this greater spiritual awareness of maybe we need a wake-up call. I know I did. I know that I was just kind of going along in my life. And yes, I was living a life that I was very passionate about, blogging and podcasting, sharing about health and wellness with with the world. But also there was a much deeper spiritual connection and component missing in my life that getting sick brought into my life. And it was the most amazing, biggest gift I've ever received. And this was in 2017 when my health started breaking down. I'll never forget I was at a Mind Body Green retreat in Arizona. If you were there too and you're listening, you gotta send me a message because it was um, Mind Body Greens Revitalize in Arizona, 2017, sharing a room with my friend, Rachel Mansfield. And I had rashes all over my body. I had these very intense rashes under my armpits. And 
I also was feeling so chronically fatigued that there, so the whole weekend for Mind Body Green was about just, you know, living the wellness life. So fitness and wellness and exercise and lectures about wellness and so many different things. And I could not get up to make it to those morning exercise classes, except for the one that I was teaching with, with my friend, Sophie Jaffe. And even then it was super hard for me to show up and teach and, and lead the class, lead the yoga class, because I was so tired and it felt really different from how I've always felt in my life, which was really energized. And basically my whole life, people called me an energizer bunny. And I used to joke when I was younger that I didn't know what it felt like to be tired, to get tired. And this was so different what I was experiencing in 2017. And I went home to LA after that. And people who I'd been with at the retreat were encouraging me to see a doctor. And I agreed with them. I saw a lot of different types of doctors. I saw dermatologists. I saw nutritionists, functional medicine doctors, acupuncturists, Chinese medicine doctors. Um, I saw my general practitioner who I've been seeing for years back in Sacramento. Nobody could tell me what was going on. And in fact, I was just getting so much outside information. It was starting to feel really debilitating. And from there, my health only plummeted downward to the point where in 2018, in January, so exactly two years ago, I blew up in full body hives. So those really, really itchy rashes that I was starting to get in 2017 just exploded. And no longer was I just fatigued and kind of pushing through it. I was so fatigued. I no longer had any energy or motivation to get out of bed and to live at all. I didn't even want to see Jonathan, who was my boyfriend at the time. I didn't want to be around anyone. I didn't want to see my family because I didn't have the energy to talk or to hold a conversation. I was just done. And that's a rock bottom. That was a deep rock bottom. And I didn't really know how chronic such a thing could be. Chronic rock bottom, hashtag chronic rock bottom. Um, if you can agree, maybe uh, we can start that hashtag because I lived in that space for a really long time and it was really challenging, but it also opened me up. It was the doorway. It was the gateway um, as Remington Donovan, Donovan, the numerologist who I had on the podcast today said that doorway for miracles. That's what 2020 is all about. But for me, getting sick was a doorway to miracles because I didn't know it at the time. I thought my life was crashing down before me. I thought that I was losing every friend I ever had because I couldn't be a friend. I couldn't even be around people. Um, and I had always defined myself as Jordan, this girl with lots of friends and this great social life and all this other stuff. I couldn't be that anymore. I couldn't be anything except for basically my soul wrapped in skin. And my skin was very, very itchy and uncomfortable. And from there, I went on a journey where I was eventually diagnosed with Lyme disease and then so many other things. And then for the last year and a half after having that diagnosis, I have been on a healing journey and it cracked me open, cracked me open to my spiritual core. And the reason I bring all this up is because <sighs> these things, they can be our greatest gift. So the spirochete in my blood that I started realizing when I was reading Radical Remission was just negative energy swirling around in my sensitive body um, made it feel a lot more tangible to be able to get rid of it and to kill it because when we have all these thoughts and fears in our minds about not having any control um, and about having this quote unquote incurable disease, then of course it's going to be incurable because our minds are so powerful. So during my time off, I read that book. It really shifted my mindset. And I really, beyond that book and beyond everything else, tapped back into my soul's work and what I came here to do. And what I realized was that I really, really missed certain things that I used to do. Like I used to cook all the time. I started my blog as a vegan food blog. And then I noticed like a lot of dogma and a lot of just not so positive stuff within 
sharing about food all the time. And I went through my own journey with food, which eventually has led me back to being vegan, which is something I'm super passionate about now for a whole host of reasons. Um, so many different reasons. The plant-based life excites me so deeply. Um, and I realized that I was holding my back, myself back from sharing about food and sharing about recipes and sharing about this plant-based way of life because of other people, because of what will other people think. And there's all this dogma around diet and I don't ever want to alienate people. I'm not one of those culty vegans. Sorry to the culty, culty vegan community out there. Um, probably nobody listening because the culty vegan part of the community hates me just because of journeys that I've been on. Um, I didn't ever want to make somebody feel the way that I felt when I wasn't really accepted by the vegan community anymore. So I shied away from a lot of things that I was really passionate about sharing. And that was ultimately very detrimental to my soul because something my soul came here to do is share healing and health and wellness with people. So I got this really, really inspired idea to write a salt oil, sugar-free plant-based ebook, which is honestly so much deeper than an ebook. And I wrote the whole thing in um, December and then I finished it this month and it's launching on 201 February 1st. So aligned, my favorite number. We had to do it that way. Um, And it's a healing reset program, which is all about just basically everything that has helped me heal, everything that has helped my inflammation calm down, things that I was dealing with and Um, yes, I recognize that I was taking time off and I ended up basically writing a book and then putting so much love and energy into every aspect of this book. But that's what my soul wanted to do when I calmed down. And the thing about it was that I disconnected from all rules. So it was amazing because I didn't have any rules for myself anymore. Uh, There wasn't the rule of like, you're not allowed to work because you're taking time off. I was just going with the flow living in the moment, letting myself get really inspired by meditation, these really deep meditations that I was doing in Bali, um, and just spending a lot less time on technology and a lot more time with my soul. And that's what came forth. So you guys will hear a lot about the ebook and the reset program that's launching in February. It's something that I'm super excited about. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much right now because it will have its moment. And I really want to give this episode um, its moment as well. And this, this episode is so much about what I learned from taking time off and giving myself a real hiatus. And I would say the number one thing, and I know I've already mentioned this in the episode, but is just coming back to life with no rules and being okay with that. And the reason that I share that here is because I think we can all benefit from having no rules and less rules. And we we take things as humans so literally. So even when it comes to all this fun numerology stuff, like my number 201 or seeing 444 or 555 all the time, which I've been seeing, and I know a lot of you guys have too. We as humans take things so literally, where it's like you Google what 444 means, and then you take that as the word of God. And I'm not saying you listening, I'm just saying that's what a lot of people do. And part of living with no rules means not taking things so literally. It really means living from an intuitive space of consciousness where you ask yourself, what What does life mean to you? What does your life mean to you? Because it really doesn't matter how everybody else is living their life. The comparison trap is so real, especially with this world we live in where everything is shared 24-7, all the time, everywhere. And I was going through this thing of like, no, I have to release my podcast every week. It's a podcast. That's the way podcasts are run. And my amazing friend, Jessie Delo, who has a podcast too, everybody should listen to it. She was like, who made the rules? Who said, who says that you have to release podcast episodes every week? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. It's just this standard that I'm holding myself to. Because that's 
what we do as humans so much of the time. So letting go of these steadfast rules has also helped me connect to my deeper soul and help me connect to who I am at my core because not having those rules has opened up so much more for me and reconnecting to creating in the kitchen and to writing at my heart and soul. I'm a writer. I love to write and share things. Um, So writing this ebook has literally reawakened me and reignited me. And it ties back into everything that I care about and everything I've been wanting to do, which is share this healing journey and help people heal. Well, I can do that in so many different ways. Releasing a podcast episode every week is not the one and only way to do that. And the funny thing is when I finally accepted that, which was like a little bit before Christmas time, and you guys will hear this in the episode with Olivia that I recorded right before Christmas, I finally said, I'm doing it. I'm not having rules. I'm living without a rule book. And it's so good. When I did that, finally, the universe opened space for me to have more energy to actually want to release episodes every week. So that's at least what I'm doing right now. That could change tomorrow. So I'm committed to living in the ebb and flow of life. That's the main thing that I learned on my hiatus living in the ebb and flow of life. That's what I, this soul came here to do. I want to be really excited and inspired about everything that I put out into the world. And there's so much stuff that I, and that we all put out into the world. And I just don't want to be half-assed with it. I don't want to be willy-nilly with it. I want to be excited about everything I share. I want to be so proud of the episodes that I release. I don't ever want to look back and be like, oh yeah, that was a day I felt terrible. But I released a podcast episode anyway because I had so many rules around myself. And part of that too was disconnecting from making the amount of money every week that I'm used to making. And I talk a lot about how money is energy and everything is energy. So abundance is energy. All we have to do to make money is tap into the frequency of abundance. I believe that wholeheartedly. That is a whole different ballgame than actually committing to making less money than you're used to making every month for a while while you're on a hiatus when you're having this super extravagant, beautiful wedding that is expensive. I had to really let go of these long-held mindsets that are really not even mine. They were instilled in me by my amazing father who has a lot to work through with that because money is what defines success to him. That's the way he grew up. That's the way he was raised. That's the way he is now at the age of 73. And of course he instilled that in me. And that's something I've been unlearning for me and also on his behalf, because I really hope that it will bring him more healing because I do have the belief that when we heal, we heal our lineage. So we heal our parents, we heal our grandparents, we heal seven generations back and seven generations forward. So another thing that happened when I was on my hiatus was that I started receiving all of these inquiries about having people on the podcast who are these dream guests of mine. And because of podcasting for three years, And having this amazing community that we do here, I've had a lot of people on the podcast who are my dream guests, like all the time. Pretty much everybody who I have on is a dream guest in one way or another. But there are people out there who I've always really wanted to have on who are either really hard to reach because they're really well known or just not able to get in touch with them for one reason or another, or people who I haven't even reached out to just because it hasn't, I don't know, it it never aligned to reach out. Those people started reaching out to me and here we are. I was taking time off. I was reconnecting to the infinite source of higher frequency. And I'm not sharing this in any sort of way to be like, oh yeah, those people reached out to me. I'm so cool. I'm talking about this is available to everybody, this type of higher frequency energy to tap into. So during my time off, I was doing a lot of channeled writing. Um, you can listen to all my previous episodes about channeling and aliens and the Pleiadians. 
with people like Nicola Berman and Brie Mallinson and Wendy Kennedy, to name a few. And I was committing every day to channeling. Ooh, I have crazy chills. Thank you, Pleiadians. Um, just channeling and feeling really good. And every day that aligned me to my higher frequency. I was taking baths every single day, like two baths, hot baths per day. And I, I still am, but I carved out that time to do that. I've been moving my body again. I've been taking hot yoga classes. Um, yoga is like the greatest medicine for my body that has ever been. And I've known that since I was 14. Um, speaking of, I just want to tell you guys a story. When I was home for Christmas in Sacramento, I had a really, 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 really emotional experience. If you guys have listened to my solo episode 32, which I know was a long time ago, it's a solo episode on trauma, traumatic experience that I went through when I was young, my first boyfriend trying to get, trying to take his life and then um, basically becoming addicted to drugs. And he has been ever since. And here we are 15 years later and the situation is not good at all. And being home in Sacramento... I saw him for the first time in many years. I introduced him to my husband and I had so many hopes and dreams for this. I've been dreaming about this boy who I love meeting my husband, my who I didn't even know before I even knew who my husband was going to be. Um, I've been dreaming about that for years because this is someone who's so important to me. He's like a family member and it just went really south and it was really, really traumatizing all over again, closing out the decade in a big way, um, closing out the decade by bringing things up that I was dealing with 15 years ago and almost reverting to that version of myself, which I was so young. I didn't have any control over the situation. I didn't really have any readily available spiritual tools. I didn't really know what to do. I was kind of reverting back to that. And, um, it was intense and it was really hard and I was crying every day and I got a sinus infection that turned into the flu and my body was just in overdrive. And I ended up going to a hot yoga class in Sacramento at Zuda Yoga, the studio that where I first started doing yoga when I was very young, when I was 14 and first stumbled into a yoga studio other than Bikram. <laughs> um, Oh, I had the most spiritual experience in that yoga class just a few weeks ago than I've ever had really in my life in a yoga class, in a hot vinyasa class. I was bawling my eyes out. I, I felt so much energy from my past and from my present and from my future literally flowing through my body and then flowing out of my body. And I have crazy chills right now because I don't even know consciously why I brought this up right now. Um, so my my guides are telling me that somebody out there really needed to hear it. And I'm just really happy to be able to share it right now. Um, yoga is medicine. Movement is medicine. I wasn't able to exercise for so long, mostly because I was very sick. And then on top of that, I was giving all my energy to work and to podcasting and to other things. So I was finally able to pour that energy back into myself and it was super profound. Um, another huge thing I learned is that we can create our own experience no matter what. So I kind of learned this mostly on our honeymoon because um, there was one day in particular where we ended up doing something that I really didn't want to do. And Jonathan didn't really want to do it either, but he's much more go with the flow than I am. But I was in my people pleasing mode and someone asked us to do something and I felt like I really needed to, and I really owed it to this person for whatever reason. Um, and we ended up doing it and it was quite just terrible because I made it terrible. And that's why I'm really saying here, we can create our own experience. We create our own perspective on literally everything that we do. So 
this experience, I don't really want to say what it is particularly because it involves other people, but I could have made it a lot more enjoyable by just having a positive mindset. We were there. There was nothing I could do about it, Um, but I didn't. I stayed in this really low vibration energy. And because of that, I manifested for the entire day to be terrible. And then for a few days, I couldn't even get out of that headspace. So that was back in November. And now I've just been really paying attention to that. And for the last six to eight weeks or so, however much time has passed, I've put a lot of energy into knowing that if I commit to doing something, then I'm going to be there wholeheartedly. I'm not going to get in my head and ruin the situation. And I do believe that carrying that energy with me back into podcasting is going to be really amazing because if I commit to doing something, I'm just going to enjoy it full out. So I hope that committing to these new episodes of the guests that I have on, et cetera, that you feel nothing but those highest vibes from me all the time, especially if you need that reminder in your own day for any reason whatsoever. I'm committing to bringing you those high vibes whenever an episode is released. So whether that be every Wednesday, whether that be every other Wednesday, or whether you never know because of no rules, I just start releasing episodes all the time because I finally disconnected from the rules. Um, Gosh, what else? There's so many things. As usual, you guys, I'm a reflector. I'm a Libra. I'm Jordan. You guys are probably used to me by now. If you listen to the podcast, I didn't make any notes or anything. So this is very off the cuff, which is how I like to podcast because I really, really don't like reading from a script um, or making you guys feel like I'm, I've pre-planned. I just feel like we're in a conversation. And even if I can't hear you talking back to me right now, I end up hearing from so many of you via Instagram, email, website, um, all these fun places that I do feel like we're in a conversation. So I try to keep things really conversational. So with that, um, gosh, what else did I discover during my time off? I feel like all the lessons and messages that I discovered during this time off will trickle into every upcoming podcast episode all year because I learned so much. I did end my Saturn return. I feel a palpable shift. Um, If you're wondering whether getting married actually changes things in a relationship, my answer is yes. I'm sure everybody has radically different answers to that question. My answer is, yeah, I feel like things are different in our relationship in the sense that they're just more serious and he's my family and he was my family before, but he's really my family now and um, things are coming up between us that weren't coming up before. like just big discussions about so many things because I feel that getting married brought us to this whole new level of really becoming a part of each other. And I'm into it. I love it. It's been nothing but amazing so far. I mean, it's definitely had its challenges, but nothing that we can't handle and nothing nothing nearly as challenging as other things that I've been through in my life. And ultimately, when you're marrying somebody, you want things to be easy. You want things to be easy in the sense that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, this is your person and your life is better with them in it, even if it's hard. And yeah, relationships are hard. Friendships are hard. Everything in life can have those elements to it. But Beyond that, it's easy because I love my life with Jonathan in it significantly billions of times more than I do without him in it. And that would be my really simple answer. Um, What else? I definitely rediscovered my passion for being in the kitchen, which you will definitely see in the ebook. And I've never, ever been more inspired by the plant-based movement and the salt, oil, sugar-free way of life that's been anti-inflammatory for me. And I really just enjoyed time off. I watched a lot of shows on Netflix. I read a lot of books. Um, Noteworthy shows were you on Netflix specifically season two. It's very LA and it's, it's so addicting and so amazing. I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale. I know I'm late to the game on that one. I've been watching Queer Eye, the most recent seasons, which I always think is really uplifting to watch. 
Um, I've been reading tons of books, lots of healing books, and then lots of fiction books too. I'm reading a book right now called The Second Mountain. Started a book club with some of my good friends. That's been really fun. All these things that I just never did before because I felt like I didn't have time, which is such a silly thing because we have time for anything. Time is just a construct. I personally can't stand when somebody says they don't have time for something because we have time for anything that we make time for. So I'm happy to be making time for the things that are important to me. I've been spending lots of time with my family. I've just been tapping back into what actually makes my soul happy. And ultimately, I've been connecting to me as Jordan, redefined as exactly who I am and not just defined by the way that other people see me, but defined by the way that I see myself. And that's huge. And that's what I want for all of us. That's what I want for everybody. So I've been planning some really fun stuff coming up for all of us. We have great sponsors on the show who I'm very grateful for, who are truly amazing. I love them all. Um, I'm not going to be doing very many brand partnerships this year on social media and otherwise, because I'm really shifting my brand over to largely just creating my own, my own everything, my own offerings, my own eBooks, my own courses. Um, I released my course last summer, Waking Back Up to Your Own Soul. We'll be re-releasing that this spring. And I'm excited to see where everything goes. Oh, I also watched Kiara, the Blonde Salads uh, documentary on Amazon Prime. And I've never been more excited, more inspired to be a blogger and to be in this space, which is ever growing, ever changing, and really just creating this brand, building this brand based off of who I am in my heart. Um, some people that I love have started podcasts while I've been on my hiatus. I've been listening to those. You'll hear about them because I'm going to have them on as guests coming up soon here. And yeah, I've been sitting in my sauna a lot, been spending a lot of time with my friends. I've been spending a lot of time in nature, getting inspired. I did write a lot of poetry in Bali. It was fantastic. So I could go on, but I just wanted to pop on for this solo episode to tell you guys where I've been and what I've been doing and what I learned and what to expect moving forward, which is no rules, but also probably releasing episodes every Wednesday for a while because I'm excited, but also no rules. So everything's good. I hope you can hear hear it in my voice that I have a lot more energy, knock on wood, and I'm feeling really good. And I'm just going to keep creating from this space of alignment. And I hope the same for all of you. I want to leave you with the question today, um, which is how can you best support your goals and intentions for 2020 with your everyday actions? Um, So if you want me to repeat that so you can write it down or save it for later, how can you best support your intentions and your goals for 2020 with your everyday actions? So everyday lifestyle habits, um, these little Little things that we do every day are what make up our entire life. That's how we actively seek and create change. That's what I'm working on, all those little habits. And I'm excited to share this ebook with you, which goes deep into all of that. Um, And I'm just so thankful to all of you guys. I hope that if you've been here the whole time that you enjoyed the, the eight best of the show episodes that I released and that you that the hiatus, you didn't miss me too much, but I hope you missed me because I missed you. Um, But there's so many good podcasts out there. Truly, I've been listening to a bunch. Um, And lastly, I wanted to do a fun giveaway for everybody who's here just to kind of celebrate relaunching the podcast. This is technically season two. Woohoo, we're back. Um, And to celebrate season two, which is going to be even deeper into spirituality because I feel that we're all ready for it. I feel like collectively me and the listeners and us on this planet are ready to go deeper. So I don't really want to hold myself back anymore. Not that I was purposefully doing that before, but I just feel like it's time. Um, And also in season two, I'm just 
not going to release episodes that I'm not excited about. So I already recorded one that I didn't love with somebody, not Jonathan, but somebody else. And I'm not releasing it because it just didn't feel right. And I only want to release things that I really feel like are special and unique and going to shift the vibration of the planet. So with that, this giveaway is a basket of my favorite things. So a bunch of different brands that I love from Four Sigmatic to Coco Kind Skincare to Hum Nutrition to Philosophy and more. Um, I'm going to be giving away two really, really loaded gift baskets of wellness stuff to two people who post about this episode. So you basically, this is the easiest giveaway to enter. All you have to do is screenshot this episode on your iPhone or Android, whatever phone you have, screenshot the episode, put it on your Instagram story, tag me so that I can see you and just say something about how excited you are for season two or say whatever comes to your mind, honestly. And then bonus would be posting it in your feed. So if you feel inspired to do that, I will be choosing two winners throughout this week that this podcast gets released. And I'm just really, really grateful. So tag me, Balance Blonde. Also tag TBB Podcast so that I can see you and that I can repost you. And I'm just so grateful for you guys. Honestly, thank you for being here. It's the biggest gift to me in the entire world. And I am so happy to be back. So happy to be here for season two. I love you all. Cheers to our health. Cheers to our energy. Cheers to our vibrancy. Cheers to going deep together forever. Forever? We'll see. Um, I love you guys. Have an amazing day and we will talk soon. Mwah.